is In the Shadows podcast. Lots of cigar talk, but if it's going on in the world, we'll be talking about that too. And by the way, the fellows don't shy away from controversial topics. Trust me. So grab that stick, kick back with your favorite drink, and let's do the thing. This is the In the Shadows podcast. Now your hosts, Tony the Soy Sauce Assassin. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Shadow Smoke Legion in the Shadow Podcast. And my name is Tony the Soy Sauce Assassin. Today, we only have Eric uh, because the uh, Albert is not, well, not up to it today. And Martin is officially sick. Well, according to him, he is. So, no, he sounds we just have, yeah, we, we, we just have two of us like talk shit today and Oh, we all gotta have to start somewhere, right? Let's start with uh, with this question I had it the other day that was I was gonna talk about. So, you know, when you smoke a cigar, you're enjoying the the flavor and the process of it. You're relaxing, and that particular thing, aside from the flavor, everything can technically be manipulated in a certain way. So you know how like there's a lot of VR stuff nowadays. Yeah. And let's say if you can smoke cigar in a VR lounge without actually smoking. Like don't have to lit up a cigar. You go in there, you just click, 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 choose a cigar you want to smoke, and then boom, a cigar is on your hand. And you can smoke in in terms of a virtual reality. Would you do that in place of smoking a cigar? No. Why why? And let's, know, say, like, 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 let's say, you know, doing that process, the flavor of the cigar will actually get pumped into your neural sensor so you can actually feel the, the flavor without actually smoking it. Now, that could be an interesting concept, but it's still a VR, right? You still don't feel the cigar on your hand. Oh, it's VR, so you technically got to feel something on your hand. Well, yeah. Right? You got to hold the controller. That's going to be controller, you know, that's. It's a different feeling from holding a cigar in your hand, you know? It's, just, it's something, when you hold a cigar in your hand, it's a special feeling, in my opinion. You know, when you hold it, you feel like a a man of its worth, right? Like okay, some... uh, uh, what if uh, this uh, is a full dive VR, so you can actually feel the cigar, but you're actually in a virtual reality world, where you're smoking a virtual cigar, you got the flavor you got the feel of holding the cigar you know you got everything except actually physically smoking it would you do that instead would you just you know i'm gonna pay the subscription that's all i'm gonna do i'm gonna go to vr smoking whenever i gotta smoke that's a really good question i'll probably do it to see how it is and if it's like is that enjoyable but i think does the cigar cost money in there <laughs> no no it's just a, it's just it's a monthly subscription that you pay to go to that game or the vr thing right and go in there, you click, 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 and then uh, and next thing, a whole list of cigars. Uh, maybe you had to pay one time fee for the for the feeling, whatever that is. You know, you know, usually like you know, it's like buying an item on the game, right? You buy a oh, you just, virtual so you, cigar. You have to go grind for your money and go buy the cigar. No, 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 no. It will be uh, actual currency converted to the virtual world to do that. So, oh, so you, you, so you, you'll be like one time fee of five hundred dollars. But all you can smoke that particular cigar. Would you do it? That particular cigar, you can't. There's. Well, you not... never had to buy it again. 
That's the thing. You never had to buy again, right? So if I pay five hundred dollar for like a, for a Camacho broadleaf, I would never had to buy it again. Like going there, I click, 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 click. I got a you know broadleaf on my hand. Yeah, uh, if it one particular, that's gonna be a little hard for me. I mean, Maybe. think about this. You never had to buy another one. Yeah, but still, right? Like I like I like different cigars. You know, I like to switch it up. Well, yeah, but then if you spend like as you go, right? You just like five hundred there, five hundred there, five hundred there. Eventually, you got a whole library of cigar that you never have to buy again. Well, that <laughs> it depends how how far that VR is doing this thing. You know, like, to be honest, I probably would, probably would do it, but then I would miss the real world. So I probably no. You obviously you have real world, right? But whenever you want to go smoke a cigar, you just go right in there. Yeah, but I'm gonna miss the smoking in the real world. Like, <laughs> you know, well, why were you smoking the real world? Now you don't have the health conscious issues ever because you're not smoking anymore. It's in your, it's all in your mind. I'm a gambler, man. Every, I like, I like the little risk that we, we take. You know what I'm saying? That's too. All, everything is in your mind. You just That's... go in there, you know. You, you taste it. You feel the cigar. If you don't like it, you can toss it and then click again. Another pops up. It'll never be plugged. Would you do that? Probably. If it give me all the sensation I need from smoking a cigar, yeah, and and you never get sick too. Never get sick. Yeah, you you'll never have. You'll never. You know, you because that you know it's like you're in the game and uh, you know you're smoking. You're like, oh, I'm kind of feeling like nicotine is working up a little bit, and then maybe it's like if you pay two dollar, we take that feeling away from you. You can pay two dollar, boom, another cigar. Yeah, but the thing is like, okay, that just that just defeat the whole smoking cigars and everything right is it's... well it's only when you're getting sick like you know when you're like okay i had a little bit too much this uh i don't know uh um this woody i just smoked for seven hours really getting to me and and you know and, and it, it screen menu and the menu pops up and you go click 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 uh i don't want the strange sensation i click that off all right i don't feel that anymore now i can have another cigar Nah, that's too much that's too far you know, then you lose the sensation of smoking a real cigar. No, no, no. That's not. That's the sensation that you don't want. Yeah, but you, you know, that's that's why we. Oh, you can tune it down. Thing. You're like, okay, uh, when I choose a cigar, it's supposed to be a full cigar. I'm gonna tune it down, age 16 years, and then uh, strength medium. There you go. Yeah, oh man, that's. Then nobody would, so it would defeat everything that cigar maker would do, right? I don't no, know. cause cigar cigar maker is not gonna cater to your strength profile. Yeah, but that's why there's many cigars out there for right. But, but imagine to... now you can smoke whatever cigar you want. There's regardless of the flavor uh, or or strength. You know, in fact, if you pay like a I don't know a specific uh, subscription, now you can blend your own. I want this leaf, that leaf, this leaf, that leaf. Press a button, and then you see a pair of hands, a virtual hand, roll it up. You don't even see the machine; it's just a virtual hand roll it up for you. <laughs> you know, if you pay extra dollar, you see a leg that roll on the leg. Oh man, <laughs> would you do that? Well, it's an would you pay for it? It's an interesting concept. Yes, I would pay for it, just because I want to to experience that momentum i guess the whole reality virtual reality but i don't know i feel like i'm gonna just get bored of it but you don't get bored of cigar but that's different because i can't control what the cigar would do after i light it up right what why if it, why if there's a button for random thing random you might just <laughs> but, get a bad one <laughs> yeah but yeah but the thing is like it's still in some source of control 
Right, so it's not. If it's random, it's not. So it's not controlled anymore. It's just. It's just like cigar, right? That's technically a control. You go select the cigar. Make sure you don't buy a, uh, like an extremely dry one or extremely wet. Well, one. yeah, yeah. But that's not what I meant by like dry or wet. It's like because I got like you know a bunch of sticks that I just stick my hand and just randomly take one, right? And I but, don't. Yeah, you I, can. Yeah, the thing is like I don't know how that cigar would act or right. taste. The same thing as you pop up a random cigar and you don't know how that cigar is gonna act. There are times that when you like you you had a really shitty day, all right? You 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 just came home, you um. Didn't win your lottery that you spent a lot of money for. Your Bitcoin dropped to zero. You're super pissed. And then you came home and like, I just want a good cigar. You put it on there, and choose perfect cigar, and and then and literally come on the perfect one. No burn issue, and then you can smoke as long as you want. You know, you'll see it go down, but you never finish kind of thing. You, you know, all that is choices, right? Maybe you can like click, click, click. Now you're in a lounge. That's like a specific lounge that's been like you know rendered. I mean, it's it sound like a perfect world, right? It sound well, nice. That's what VR is supposed to be, isn't it? Yeah, it sound nice, but I don't, I don't know. I, I would still like to have the interaction in real life. Like you have interaction because there will be other cigars, uh, virtual cigar smokers, and then you, like if you don't like that, you can toot them out. You're like, oh, this guy don't like <laughs> beat mute. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's it's yeah. You're pretty much in control of everything that you do in that, but right, like it's like a, like a virtual perfect world, right, where everything is in control, but you can choose it to feel not in control. For example, you enter a lounge, and then you can have everybody there, or you can have no one there. True. Except the the, the cute waitress, she can stay. Something like that. The what? The like what? a virtual waitress. You know, she has to serve you drinks and give you a cigar that you already paid for. Okay, um, that that waitress can be naked all the time. I'm just saying, but I'm just, yeah. And and here's the thing: you tech in the VR world, technically, you can hit one button, everything's naked. Yep. Oh, I don't want everything to be naked. But <laughs> if you really want to, you could like you know, beep beep beep. There's no male at all. There's only female. It's all naked. You know, all blonde, all seven feet tall. And I don't know. Just you know, you can. <laughs> Technically, you can do that, right? And I, I, here's the thing: I don't understand why that hasn't been designed yet. To be honest, because the VR world—if you right now—if you go get a like a VR headset and start going to the like lounge and stuff, it's a mess. The place is loud as hell. There's crazy amount of people use crazy amount of uh, like different avatar that looks crazy. They're just talking nonsense and jumping around like monkeys. So there is a way to make a. Lounge. I th- I remember back in the day, you know how when you play PS5 or PS, I don't know PS PS3, there's like a home, virtual home. Everybody get a virtual home. I never did that. Uh, I think it was called like PS Home or something like that. PlayStation Home. So it was just like a de- like a concept. You open up, you get your lounge, like a little home that you can walk around. There's, you can invite friends over too, but you know you could you play on a controller. You don't really have that virtual reality aspect of it. It's just a home. It's like Sims, right? They have that, so I can imagine that you could technically do that. Now, obviously, you're not gonna get the full dive because we don't have the full dive technology, where you put it on the headset, it knocks you out. Everything you feel in the game, you feel, which will be great because you can just do whatever you want with it uh, without being like get locked in the game and like so online. But you know, if that technology exists, if you can use Technically, any substance. Like we're not even talking about drugs, right? We're talking about substance you want in there. 
wouldn't you do that and pay a one-time flat fee for everything that you do? For example, like I say, would like this is the question, right? Would you pay five hundred dollar for a virtual reality cigar that you never have to buy again? Probably, yeah. But wouldn't that? But like, also, wouldn't... here's the thing, though: the the cigar, the cigar is based on the structure and the model of the cigar will be based on the price that's set by the manufacturer because it's copyright, right? So, like, if you wanted a golden Andalusian bowl. It'll cost you seventy thousand dollars per se because that's what the NFT was like. You know, for that you never had to buy that cigar again. They gotta make the money, right? So they they give you that virtual reality of that, but one time charge of your lifetime supply of that. Like because I would like my actual money. Yeah, actual money. That's a little tough, man. Seventy k. Hey, if I if I if I have one of those things, right? And they say, hey, we have a model for Davidoff Signature 2000, one-time cost of 10 grand. You never had to buy it again, ever. I probably would. Every time I want to smoke that cigar, helmet's on, go to smoke that cigar. I smoke until I content. Like I'm happy with, you know, 10 hours later, I smoke 25 of those. Okay. Yeah, but you, you would never be content because you could control your everything, your emotion, your sickness. Right, exactly. Yeah, like, but you... I would be able to enjoy it. I would turn on the music. You know, click, 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 and have a couple of strippers on the left side, a couple of dancers to the right side, some music, singers in the front. I'm just going to sit back in my virtual world and literally just start smoking and do other things because everything in the virtual world technically can be data, right? I could be doing work, save it into a drive, and then when I come to the real world, it's done. Yeah, that doesn't work for my job because when it comes to the real world, like, what the fuck? <laughs> You, know? <laughs> you can do virtual nails. You can do virtual nails. Yeah, but one time charge of this specific design, you know? What, once they get to the real world, they're like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> no, no, no. Like for the virtual character. So like if you full dive, your character is you, right? So let's say if you if they say, all right, you can actually go to a nail lounge or a nail salon. Um, uh, and then they can sell you design on your nail by a particular designer. And this design is Eric. And he will sell you this design for one-time cost of $3,000. You buy that one time, you never had to buy it again. Every time you want, you clipping, your nail is done perfectly. Every single time that design shows up. You know what? If that, you... if that happened, I want, the, I want to work for the program and the data and everything like that. Because I don't want to be in it. I just want to work for them and make a whole bunch of money. Because damn. <laughs> Well, you got to be there for the very first time, right? You know how like, you know, when you do like a video game the very first time, you got to act it out. You got to be like, there, Donsky. And then you and then and you hear the thing. Your your nail has been paid, you know, and you get that $3,000 transfer to your account. You will never see this customer again until the next time you want to get a different design. But that's $3,000. Yeah, but then what happened after the virtual reality. She can forever use that nail until she's tired of it. She wants a different design, so she goes back to you for another three thousand dollars, or maybe more, whatever yeah, design that, that is. That, does, does, that doesn't fix the issue of after the virtual reality. After she take off her headset. After she take off her headset, she goes to your shop and get it done too. <laughs> okay. The point is that in the virtual reality world where you have the complete control, where you can end up spending most of your time entertaining, it will be readily available. I mean, that would ruin the world, the world, man. Nobody, How would that ruin the world? I don't know. Virtual reality is, bro, we're not going to, I mean, it would bring the world closer, definitely. But then 
after you take off the headset it's like you know yeah but isn't that the same thing as playing game like when you play game you're immersed in the game right oh, once yeah. you're done with the game you walk out now yeah, but you, you don't have that world. you don't have the whole concept of the realness or whatever it is now right right now just we just playing game it's a game it's not like interfering with anything much your life well, no, I, you I hope it doesn't it. right i hope it doesn't at least but no it would just that would just yeah i mean it would be great for like working and all of that but anything beyond that that's gonna be tough because then people are gonna get addicted to fucking stripper at any time and they would never go out and get laid ever well this they still need to get laid but i'm saying that you know um well right now those is perfect for those people that never actually get laid you're right <laughs> there's a lot of people that's out there that never gets laid and they can go there and choose whatever character they want you know they think one time cost of ten thousand dollars you can lay this all you want the virtual you just had to get up and wash your bitch afterward but you know people will pay for that i think people would oh it's good people gonna fucking swamp all over it swamp right and now it's gonna be like a like a, a, a like an ethical moral issue, but if you think about it, if they create some modeling that's not actually human, that's totally fine. So you know, there are some people that just goes out there and fuck a horse, right? God. Now you don't. Now the farmer don't have to lose a horse, and the guy can fuck a horse. Why? Why are we here talking about? Uh... Well, I'm just like an example, right? Like there are things that are just morally wrong. <laughs> like super wrong but if you done it in a vr world you can save some real world issues oh yeah that that would get some people urged to do things like that and just be safe no 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 I'm, like they gotta do it anyway right like you know mur murder is gonna go out and murder people either way because yeah, they're crazy right yeah but if you're given the platform that they can murder people they and then in in an actual field they're probably less likely to do it in real world because they have a platform to do it and not get caught yeah, I guess. Yeah, that would work. That would help them, like, kind of. Or they, right. they, and, and the same thing. Or they the could use it for the... just very good plotting and just fucking replay that in real life. <laughs> right, and then it would be perfect to you know catch people who murder somebody because somebody will be actually replaying that that plot the whole time. Like you know, I'm gonna go there first. I'm gonna go there first. I'm gonna you know, it's like, okay, let's type this in. They went to this place first. This lady killed her this way. Oh, here we go. We got three matches. Bring those three people for questioning. <laughs> right? And, you know, if they, if they know that, they'll be like, okay, I just do it in the virtual world, right? You know, you can, for example, people who is, uh, like, paralyzed, they cannot walk, can essentially use that to play soccer. Yeah, that would help those kind of people. They have a sense of they can't walk in real world, but they can have a sense right, right. Of real so that's walking. what I'm saying. That will help people who cannot lay because they're ugly, because they're whatever, uh, socially awkward, whatever. But in there, they can choose whoever they want to date, and you know they can even choose like, oh, I want my my this girl to play hard, never gets laid, whatever. And then one day it's like, you know what? I'm done with this. I've been playing this game for three years. I still didn't get laid, and they just decide to unlock. You know, unlock that. She goes to your bedroom. I don't see how yeah. that. Um, you know, that's not satisfying though, right? Because no, because the, I'm the, talking about full dive. I'm talking about full dive, right? So it's like as if it's real. Yeah, I know, but then it's it's not because you just unlock her, right? You just unlock her pants, just like that, like you know. Yeah, you <laughs> can set your difficulty. 
<laughs> yeah, but you know, with that, I hope they could use that and fucking interpret it to a real world scenario and just make it work for the real world. Yeah, you can use it to demo, like whether or not you can ask somebody out. Yeah. Even though the success rate will probably be very, very low. It's gonna be. <laughs> Still, like, it could, every time it, I play this, she says no. I'm gonna make her say yes. This is she say yes. I'm gonna go try. It could <laughs> it could work though. I gotta lie. But, you know, just people just you just need to talk to them. And, and this is controversial though. I actually think I think if you give platform for people to do their craziest desire, it will reduce crime. Oh, because yeah, I don't know what my craziest desire would be actually. No, like it will reduce crime. Like people who cannot date somebody because they are virtually uh they're 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 socially awkward or something like that if they get one of those things um you know maybe they'll be raping a virtual woman and not actually rape an actual woman i'm not saying that's a good thing i'm just saying that you know if some place because human is a violent creature okay and, and we tend to sometimes let urge get the best of us right it's just that different people have different urge and then there are people that you know, obviously has the urge to uh, do the wrong things but if they have a place to do the wrong thing they tend not to do it in real world yeah but then that can and what's stay- best to see if uh, you know they if they want to they could technically virtually simulate jail and see quick there oh god <laughs> you know some people might want to sim- simulate what happened if you actually drop the soap click soap <laughs> oh, drop. i mean damn they could that you better have some like instant strength just scroll all the way up or something when you drop that soap <laughs> no no you know there's a safe word yeah if you can say the safe word and everything disappears you know <laughs> the safe word is pineapple 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 <laughs> sorry your system's offline <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be so funny hey i mean that like i feel like there there is obviously a, a reason why that could be developed i, I see ethic issue i think i see moral issue but i also see that it could possibly solve a lot of problems i mean it, I think... i'm not saying that there's not definitely not gonna have an issue with people like planning crime i think people would use that to simulate crime oh yeah but i, I feel like if somebody did something like that and they have like a perfect world to be in, they wouldn't want to commit crime in in in, in to be honest like you say human have urge and once they have a platform that can just plan it perfectly try to plan, plan it perfectly get everything right they would come out and you, you know they would try to do it i don't know like i, I play diablo with you all the time we kill like a lot of monsters out there i had never had an urge to take a scythe and just go out there and chop out some skull well because they're not monster imagine we have monster we would take that scythe and go around and fucking start slicing <laughs> up shit i don't know if i see those monsters i'm running the other way i'm, just I'm saying, not coming back if you have a scythe that they give you fucking 35 percent of everything that you have i'm it could well, well, real world is not gonna give you that kind of stuff I'm real saying, world you see a skull walking skeleton walking towards you with a freaking knife and then there's like behind it there's a giant spider the size of like i don't know um uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I tried to f- try to figure out a good character to name, uh, fat bastard. <laughs> <laughs> you will run. 
there's no way like i'm gonna try to stab that oh, no. spider if i see that in real life i like i i become a bitch i was like all right we gotta run as fast as we can and fucking hop under car and just try to run over if it's like in my way i'm running that bitch over i don't give a fuck. i am not even gonna try i'm driving around no i am not gonna see if uh, my engine is gonna break the moment <laughs> i hit it <laughs> If again, I'm running that bitch over. Fuck that shit. So I mean, that's why I, I thought about. It's like you know, would virtual reality cigar be a thing, or virtual reality drug use be a thing? Oh, Because, definitely. Uh, you know, definitely. If you can feel that, you can do that without actually hurting your body. But if, in any way, if it's that intense, right? If it's that intense to give you all the feeling, everything. Don't you think people? Because you know, some people' brain doesn't work the same way as. All of us, or any of us, you but, know, and but, they could the, the try get traumatized. Like a dream. It could be getting no, tra- stimulation is a dream, though. Stimulation is like a dream, right? Uh, when you have a control over your trauma level, uh, that is different. Like when you have a dream, when you wake up, like whatever you feel in the dream, you probably don't don't remember because it doesn't affect the rest of your body. Your rest of your body don't don't feel it, right? Yeah. Uh, a feeling, a pain, uh, uh, whatever that you're feeling. It's all a a signal to your brain, because your body actually don't feel it. Yeah, I know. But the thing it's is, it's a like, signal, right? To that intense of a feeling that you could feel like you're in a real world, like a hundred percent, that would that would freak some people out if something happened. So when you're in a dream, you don't feel like you're in your world. It's not tr- it's not believable. But sometimes I know that I'm dreaming. Sometimes. Yeah, if you saw your own hand, now those people doesn't know. If you're able to see your hand. Like some, in your dream, some, you can wake up. Yeah, sometimes I it's like fuck, I'm in the dream. That's why I can tell myself, fuck shit. Like okay, let's do this. Yeah, but right, and once you know you're in the dream, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, right? it's, it's kind of fun. Yeah. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's called lucid dream. You can actually practice that. What the fuck? You can you can you, you can actually uh, on demand. You can do that. How's that even possible? I I can't control oh, okay. that shit. Fuck. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Okay, so every night before you sleep. You gotta sit in front of your bed, like sit on your bed, and just look at your hands. Okay, just look at your hands, and then you gotta tell yourself this five times. When I go to sleep, I'm gonna dream. First thing I'm gonna dream is I'm gonna look at my hands, and the moment I see my hands, I gotta know I'm in the dream. Say that five times, and continue to do that every time. Eventually, you'll be able to do that in, on, on demand. Because every time you go to your dream, first thing you'll see your hands, and the moment you see your hand, you'll, you you know you're in the dream. I never thought that. All I know is like there's sometimes this dream is like. Boy, I am dreaming and I'm having, I'm gonna have a fucking blast. <laughs> we tested this out in college, uh, back when I was in college. We tested this out, everybody did it. And the next day they were like, oh my God, that's so cool. And we all talk about what we did and stuff like that. Some people like it become a ninja. Some people try to fire like, you know, fireballs on the, off their hands and stuff like that. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, it's doable. It's very doable. Sometimes you might not have a dream the same night, but the next night you had a dream. But you you continue to do that every so long. Every time you do that, it looks like an idiot. Like your wife is gonna they're like, what yeah. the hell is wrong with you? But when you have it, it's very very stress relieving. Because when you wake up, you wait, you feel awake. Yeah, you feel if, awake. When yeah, you... it feel different when you know you're in a dream. You wake up, you're like, oh, all right, shit, that was that was pretty awesome. Alvin, how... yeah, you feel like you feel like that. It ended too soon because you're like, oh, yeah, it's, it goes by fast. Fun. It go by fast. Right? Yeah. Right, so if you it's, some people practice that and they'll write a diary about their lucid dreams, um, what they try, what they you know, but the downside is that usually your dreams try to tell you a message about your body, and you won't be able to do that anymore because every time they try to warn you about something, you shoot a freaking fireball, it dies. So <laughs> there, it's a it's a, a two way street. Uh, it, it could be dangerous. 
But yeah, that, and like I said, you know, internal cigar, the, the biggest uh, debate is always it's bad for your body. Oh, it, yeah. it, it, it will hurt your body. Yeah, well, I'm not debating that it's got to hurt your body some way, one way or another. One it's going to you know, stain your teeth. You know, it's going to, you know, maybe feel discomfort. It's going to cause your body to uh, maybe recover a lot less. You know, same thing as alcohol. Like, you know, if you drink alcohol, it's the same thing, all right? Anything of that sort, it's the same thing. It's got to do the same effect to your body. So, you know, smoking cigar is no different than drinking, you know, one or two glass of uh, whiskey a night, um, you know. Use it responsibly is, you know, the, the key, right? Yep. So now if you remove that element out of um, the, the conversation, it's like, okay, I can smoke cigar all I want. Every single day, 15 cigars a day, I'm not going to be hurting my body. Yeah. Why wouldn't you do it? I would. I would do it. But at a high cost. Here we go. We, now the, 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 the caveat here is that because you're not doing the real world anymore. Cigar companies still have to make their money for their blends and stuff like that. So they will sell you the cigar, that one cigar, one time cost over the lifetime of that software. And that's that's where the you know I said the high cost came from, right? I think so they, instead I of think buying, they're gonna do a subscription. <laughs> okay, let's say it's subscription, but it's still not so. bad. Because if you got bored of a cigar, you'll never do it again. Yeah. I think they would do that because there's no way. But how much do you think that a a, a a valid subscription cost would be? A valid subscription for that, I would say about two. Yeah, let's let's talk about a cigar that we know very well in terms of cost. So let's say, okay, let's say a late hour. No. Oh, All right, late, late hour, hour uh, twenty eight dollars, twenty two twenty twenty. Let's say twenty two dollars. Yeah. Twenty two dollars a cigar. How much do you think that you should be paying for subscription? Unlimited amount of smoking. Unlimited amount for, of smoking. For one month. It's going to be like a, at least $2,000. Unlimited? $2,000. Unlimited. Yeah, unlimited. Like $2,000 a month. I would smoke that thing a lot. <laughs> that, that's the question, right? How many people can afford $2,000 a month? And how many times would they smoke it? Oh, if you pay $2,000 a month, boy, you better hop on that thing and smoke it all the time. <laughs> now, the other question is, that's the other question is, would you do it by purchase? Like every time you go there, now you go to a virtual lounge and you actually had to buy those cigars. Would you buy it at the regular price? At the regular price? Probably. Yeah. yeah. So like, you know, if you can smoke this one time virtually, you will pay $22. Yeah. Well, it, smoke it one time. Yeah, because it's not going to harm me, first of all, right? Like you say, it doesn't harm me. Yeah, but then, like, you know, you got to keep in mind, you don't get to keep the band. You don't, you know, you, you don't get, get to keep it. Well, you can keep the band. Virtually. Take a screenshot. <laughs> no, you, you can. You want to. <laughs> you know, you have a virtual jar that you put in whatever you want. Right? Yeah, and this is one of the things I, I, I do want uh, the opinion from the listener. Like, if you're hearing this uh, and, you know, you think about it, how much would you pay? per cigar and per subscription and just tell me like you know which cigar it is and how much that cigar is and how much were you willing to pay for unlimited smoking of that cigar in the virtual world in a month and then also how much would you pay for virtual world single smoke that'll be very interesting what people what is willing to pay because some people will be like hey it's virtual it should be like music right but go to itunes store or whatever i should pay like two dollars for music so it'll be like two dollars per cigar because they actually not they not they not spend anything. They don't have a raw material that I paid for. Yeah, probably. They, there's gonna be a lot of people that, you know, the price range is gonna be a lot, a whole lot different from what we think. So yeah. 
right? Because cigar, you like you could oh seven year age, blah blah blah. But now it's digital, so there's no seven eight year aged. So should I be paying for the seven year aged? Yeah, you still should because you're gonna enjoy like the real cigar wood. So yeah, but they they no longer put put that effort in there. Well, right? you could, you could almost also, like you could also. It's almost like flavor cigar. I put the flavor in there. I didn't put any effort. I just put the flavor in there. Well, no, they still manufacture that blended virtual virtually, right? To think of the blend. Right, but that will be a digital signal, right? You know, press A, put A there, B there, C there, E there. Okay, done. I guess, but you can still buy. You only get easier, right? As they have more blend in the database, they can do any combination they want with a click of a button. Yep. Again, but you can so see- maybe initially there's an investment to it, but afterward there wouldn't be any. Yeah, but like you could buy a cigar and just bring it to your virtual home and like, hey, I got these collection, these collection, blah blah blah, limited edition. You know, the blend. People gonna hack the blend, bro. I'm telling you. <laughs> They're gonna find like some expensive ass blend that they did, and people gonna hack it. They're like, yeah, I can make that shit with no bands. <laughs> Right, but at the same time, you know, if they want to do that, they need the software to do that. They need the protocol, right? You know, because they need to be able to program that. Which, you know, sure, if you have the ability to make your own blend, just like in real life, you can make the effort and go buy the tobacco and make your own blend. Yeah, except for people just hacking. Well, people hacking, they still need a tool. They still need that effort. Yeah. And technically, the manufacturer didn't lose anything because there was no material to start with. Well, they lose that blend. I mean, they they lose that. Prestige that they would have for that blend. So,、uh, would they? You're saying that if somebody figure out how to make Oro Blanco, that exact blend, that Oro Blanco would not be as prestigious as it is. They cannot sell it as Oro Blanco. Well, no, because it's Davidoff, it's the Blanco. You don't, you know. It well, is, it but is then you're saying、it. that if somebody hack the blend and know the blend, that that blend has no value now. Well, once, yeah. If I if I got the blend, a hundred percent, I'd be like, it's a Blanco and a half. <laughs> you know, yeah, but people will still rather buy the Oro Blanco because you cannot beat the real thing. When it comes to cigars, right? Taste the same will never beat the real thing in terms of prestigeness, right? You might go buy the taste the same, but it's still impressive when you go buy the one that you couldn't smoke. For example, uh, uh, the Royal Selection, right? Royal Reserve. And then you 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 know you might know the blend. You might go make um bend the Royal Reserve, but you know when it comes to impressiveness, it's somebody that actually smoking a Royal Reserve on their hands versus the one that's unbended. Yeah, but you talking about real life and the virtual? It's like anything goes, right? You know what I mean? Right, but then now、uh, virtual, like I said, you pay either subscription or a, a one time fee so that you don't have to do that again. So they still make the money, and technically, I think in a way. That will also open up a, well, you can see it both ways, but acceptance towards smoking. Because if you're not gonna hurt your body, you have no argument. Oh yeah, where's the argument? Right, smoking so, bad for you? Yeah, you you you'll see you'll see all those people smoking in the virtual reality world. There's nothing you can say. There's nothing you can say, right? You can still do the control in the real world. Says okay, you, unless you're 21, you can do it. But over there, it's just a thought. It's a feeling. It's not hurting your body. Um, and you know, in fact, if you decide to go click, 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 and a bunch of、uh, you know joint shows up, you can't even argue that because this person is not doing any damage in the real world. Yeah, it would be more accepted. Well, no, not in real world, but they really can't not accept it in virtual reality. So 
well technically they could right if they want to do regulation they could I, I mean right now there's no regulation in the virtual reality world it's a mess oh yeah it's a it... mess but at the same time you know you can go in there and a little girl that looks like you know five years old walking around could be a 60 year old man 500 pounds yep. over. that's that's a thing right that's a thing catfishing to this finest <laughs> Why are you losing in a virtual reality world being catfished? My dignity of fucking fucking 60 year old man. <laughs> That's how I'm losing my dignity. That's what it is. But if you think about this way, isn't that the same thing as uh, transgenderism? Oh, okay. We're going to get there. Well, no, 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 I'm just saying that, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of the same thing, right? Because now you're identifying something the same, a certain way, except in the virtual reality world, they are that looking. They are that. You can't tell. That's the thing, too. You know, it's pretty scary with the virtual world, right? Like, to you know, me, in reality, we can tell, and we still cannot deal with it. <laughs> the, the virtual reality, we cannot tell, and you say that we can deal with it. Once I find out, it would, like... It well, will, you'll never find out. It will unless be... you meet the person in, in real life, or this person forgot to click on change, you know, sound or something like that. Yeah, but goddamn, man. It's like, that, that just mind-fucking, you know I don't know. I, I think that's a very interesting concept, you know, in terms of uh, like a technology world versus uh, controlled substance uh, and, and the usage of it. Because right now, all the arguments, like, I, you know, regardless what it is, even the number one reason right now is cancer. And cancer is close and close to be able to treat it. And that here's the thing, right? Even if you do nothing in your life, you still got to get cancer. That's the thing, yeah. Right? Everything you do today are out there to kill you. 50% of all water out there has um, Teflon on there. So you're drinking plastic all day. You're bound to get something, right? You are, uh, you, you are eating processed food. You are in, uh, we are standing in radiation. In fact, right now we're recording this podcast. I have two screens, a stereo, keyboard, cell phone, headphone. computer, headset. Everything's emitting this amount of radiation at me. And, you know, spotlights and everything. And this, you know, it's hurting my body. So even if I don't do anything, I'm just sitting here all day and just do streaming. I'm hurting my body. Oh, yeah. Drinking soda, I'm hurting my body. Drinking water, I'm hurting my body. Drinking nothing, I'm hurting my body. Breathe the air, I'm hurting my body. But I think they're just trying to, the world is just trying to slow it down. You know what I mean? I, they know it's, everything hurts. Everything is harmful. Everything. There's a harmful thing to good things, right? But they're just trying to prolong it, I would say. That's what they're trying to do. How, how do you think it's slowing down? Food is more processed every day. Yeah, but, you know, if you're trying to eat, you know, organic food that you grow from garden. Nobody, whatever, can, like... nobody can afford that. Nobody can afford that. Yeah, and the organic food that you're growing, it's already been modified. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you have a less chance and stuff like that. Right? Like, it, it's just prolonged. The I, I don't think there's any less chance. And But, you know, if you're just looking at research, there's no any less chance, right? The The... the the fact that anybody eats carbohydrates are going to have sickness is guaranteed. Oh, yeah. 100%. Right? If you eat carbohydrate at all, it's guaranteed, right? Back in the day, human doesn't even eat carbohydrate. What is carbohydrate? Bird food. That's what carbohydrate is, right? Only birds goes out there and eat berries and they all poop and shit, right? And oh. then human eats whatever they can hunt. Yeah, even... And vegetables. Yeah, hunt and gathering, right? So. Yeah, they don't gather a loaf of bread. <laughs> well, the loaf. Of they bread, don't go out there. Hey, look what I found—a loaf of bread. Well, they found a wheat, and they just, you know, like, hey, we could mix this and make bread, you know, and like shit. R no, wheat 
into bread it was many 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 generations after because you know you can't just make wheat into bread you make wheat into you know flour you still need yeast yeah. and all that stuff yeah i know but you know you know well the bread came from fucking a very tough time of people just eat right it's very filling right so that's yeah it, it was necessity because people are poor right yeah a slice of bread will fill them up yeah. right it's out of necessity it's not based on health no it's not healthy everything that we eat nowadays because it helps us in a poor time under <clears throat> you know poor rough time when society trying to develop them, themselves and stuff like that so which is really funny because okay here's the thing in the western world during the poor time they eat bread they eat potatoes um, you know, Any, potatoes and anything and that's filling Right. But for Asians during the poor time, we just eat whatever we can eat. Until, we, but we eat animals. We we eat a lot of animals, a lot like any animal right? we can find. It's like we we focus on protein, where the other focus on you know, um, uh, uh, you know flour and wheat. Because back yeah. in the flour and wheat, rice, they are expensive. Yeah, but right? <laughs> if you just go to the backyard and find a freaking lizard, you eat that. It's free. Oh hell yeah, we can't. Oh, we eat lizard that just crawl from the wall, man. <laughs> right? And say, like, hey, there is a gecko on the wall. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Let's right. Eat, let's have and to then, eat it. Yep. Right. And there's a couple of cockroaches and a you know ant hive. Let's get them all. You know, yeah. gather that together. Yeah. You know, uh, go to the. Uh, it's like, hey, we're lacking some vegetable. Go to the mountain, grab some vegetable. While you're at it, catch a snake. <laughs> yep. If you see his leg, just grab it home and we eat it. Yeah, we just yeah. look for straight up protein, right? It would right. That's kind of that's the difference, right? In the Western world, it's like we gotta develop, you know, bread. We gotta develop, you know, and then the leftover bread it become like, you know, we gotta use milk, and then we leftover become cheese and stuff like that. And we, we you know, Asians don't do that. Asians like, oh, you know, the thing uh, is we, we we never have leftover. That's the problem. <laughs> Well, they will use the soy that they can't use anymore and, be, and then grind it out to juice. And now we got soy milk, you know, and then the, like, the rice is the most expensive thing back in the day. Rice, yeah, salt, rice is... the two most expensive things, right? So they, we actually, uh, if you're poor, if you live in a poor village, there's not a lot of rice, but there's just abundance of protein because somebody's got a cow somewhere. Yep. You know, <laughs> Somebody got... somebody's got a chicken in the backyard. Somebody's got a, like a wild, you know, Dog. snake or something like that. We all eat the, those. Like you grow up eating those crazy stuff because out it's actually out of necessity. Yeah. Right. If your family decides to celebrate something, you're going out there eat a bowl of noodle. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. A bowl of noodle sounds nice when you like you know eating intestine and all of that. It's just yeah, a bowl of noodles. Right. Nice. Right. It's like it's the opposite. You're like you, you. Oh, we got you know, Daddy got paid. Let's go outside and go eat a bowl of noodle with like, you know, an extra meatball on the side. Yeah. Extra right? protein. But like, daddy didn't get paid yet. Go to the backyard, grab something, we'll cook it. That's, oh, that's the world that we live in. Yeah. Right? It's the completely opposite because, uh, you know, in the Western world, it's milk, it's uh, uh, poultry, uh, not poultry, uh, it's uh, produce, it's, uh, it's bread, uh, you know, things that can store for a long time. But for Asians, oh, the, the thing that I get stored the longest is anything that's living. You know, as long as they're alive, they will store just fine. Yep. So I don't know. It's kind of different. So that's why people like, why is Westerner die so fast? And Asian people last so long because we don't eat that much bread because we're too poor. You know, that's funny. Like too poor to eat bread. It just sounds insane, right? It's just. Oh, bread is a processed food. It takes a lot of process to cook it. 
you know, you gotta, you gotta uh, first grind it into powder, you gotta store it, you gotta put in the perfect recipe, make it into a dough. And finally, you do that, you gotta wait for it to rise. Ain't got that time to wait for it to wake up, you know? <laughs> you go to the backyard, you grab whatever animal you find, chop the neck off, toss in the water. There you go, you got a dish. Yeah, yep, pretty much. But we do have tofu. Those could be pretty We do good. have tofu, but tofu is one of the cheapest things because tofu is a byproduct of uh, soy milk. Yeah, it's basically. Right? So when, you, when your parents making that soy milk, which is like 90% water, right? <laughs> <laughs> and they cook it, and the, the top surface become the tofu skins. Yeah. And then you just, you know, hang those and you eat it whenever you're hungry, right? And then, you know, you dump out the majority of it, the other half, you put in a little bit. Believe it or not, those are uh, ash that you put in there. They are ash. Like things that you make concrete and shit. Is it? Very small amount, yeah. Very small amount of that and make and make the tofu solid. Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah, you're curled up. You're curled up and then... And I not I think nowadays they use like some sort of um like acidic citric acid or something like that to make it curl up. But back in the day they just put a little bit of ash in there and that, that thing solid up. Damn. All right, shit. Yeah. And then you know, now you got tofu to eat, and then literally tofu will taste like anything you put on there. Yeah. Right? You get a clove of garlic, you got a little bit of soy sauce, and then they are pot of water. No way, guess what? You got garlic tofu. Yeah, yeah. like uh, tofu is very versatile with like flavoring. You could you can make that thing into any kind of flavor you want. And you can make it into any texture. And the soft one, you can make it as a dessert. Mm -hmm. You know, you got a little bit of ginger soup. You put yeah. tofu in there, like, you know, and then a little bit of sugar. A little bit of sugar, you make got... it nice sweet, yeah. And, and the number one reason that people are dying so quickly today, sugar. Back in the day, you get sugar once a week. Good luck. Sugar, yeah, sugar was hard to come by. Like, you like, mommy, I want something sweet. Well, here's a sugar cane. Go chew on that shit. Dude, sugar cane know. was the best, though. But, dude, I eat it so much that my jaw hurt. Like, <laughs> Right? That was the only way we could get sugar because, you know, in, in, a, in, a, in a, a village, good luck affording Coca-Cola every single day. Yeah, you that's know? not going to happen. You get a stick of sugar cane about, you know, um, a, f a foot long of sugar cane. And then you go out there and peel the skin off and start chewing. Just start, start yep. you know, just peel them off your teeth and chew it like like your teeth of steel. Yeah, and that was the only way that you can get sugar because everything else costs a lot of money, right? Hey man, I love you, the sugar cane, man. I still chew them sometimes. Like as a little kid, if you go outside with your mom, and they decide to buy you one of those um uh this, what's the thing called uh, not cane sugar but like a grain sugar, like barley sugar. Um, make it into a shape of like an um, animal. They, they draw sugar animal, whatever. Um, basically, it's like a lollipop. You feel like you're the luckiest kid in the world because you got a fucking lollipop. Oh, man. If, you have, if you're an Asian kid, you have a lollipop. People are jealous, man. Shit. Yeah. You, you get a lollipop, even though that doesn't cost a lot of money. Now, now, in, now the currency is probably like two cents. Okay. Yeah, it's not <laughs> two cents. Much. <laughs> but for a village, that's a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Right? So you got a lollipop, you're like, oh, yeah. He goes home and show off, like, what my mom got me. Because yeah. my dad got paid. Here's two cents. <laughs> you know, you go around with that. And then, so human doesn't eat a lot of sugar back in the day. Like, you know, diabetes was not the number one disease in Asia until nowadays. Oh, it's, it's getting there in Asia. It's getting there, man. Shit, man. Well, right? You know, back in the day, okay, we don't get to eat as much rice as you guys think. Nowadays, you're like, oh, another bowl, please. Another bowl, please. People eat two bowls of rice, about, you know, 250 to 300 grams of rice. 
per day. Back in the day, it's a pinch of rice, a whole bowl of fucking water. Yeah, you make that rice last. You make that rice last. Right? You get so much water that rice looks like cloud in the water. That's how much you get. That's they, they got oil spread so much, it's cloud in the water. That's where uh, rice soup came from too, you know. Porridge. Yeah. Porridge. But we're so poor, you can have a pinch. You gotta make it last. So oh, it's gotta be yeah. a lot of water. I remember the buy the bag like not like it's so small, such a small bag, and we have to make that thing last for like a week. Right? Man. You get like that. Just think about the cup that you use to cook rice with. The, the listener that doesn't know that you get a cup. You're looking at one tenth of a cup to a whole quart of water. Yeah. If not more. Alright. And then they put a little pinch of salt, just a little bit, and everything else was dishes. We don't get carbohydrate. We don't get that. We get protein and vegetables and maybe a clove of garlic. Uh, no, we got we got quite a bit of vegetable though. Because yeah. Well know. we also have um curds, like those like yeah, yeah. Curd with the with the like the uh peanut and something like that. Something yeah. dry. Something like you dry. know, dry fish, dry, you know, something that has been preserved, century egg, duck egg, something like that. Yeah. And that's how we grow up. Right? That's how I grew up and it was really poor. My family is by far probably one of the richest person in the village I in in. My dad is like the only one with a sports car. No. Oh, okay. Shit. And I still eat like that. Dude, I didn't even know what a sport car was. <laughs> okay. 1986, 1987, my father's driving a Toyota, red sports car, two door. What? What? Yep. And I still eat like that. Wow, we have a we have a bicycle and a moped that's beat down. We had well, my age at the time, we had a tricycle. You know, one of those things with a two train yeah, wheel. Yeah, yeah, that's missing one wheel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we can afford a car, but not everything else. Our house is four floors tall. Wow, really? Yeah, four floors. Our house. I right? mean, you cut out and, you cut out a lot of eating for all that then. And it's two family. Like there's a gap, there's another whole section that's another three floors tall. Oh, so yeah. it's like it's like a split floor. It, it's a lot of things. And we can afford it, but somehow we eat like a hobo. I eat like a hobo because, you know, we couldn't afford it. <laughs> I eat like hobo. The only time that we get good meal is when my grandmother makes dumplings because she'll make shit of those. <laughs> Hey, don't me and my cousin we're like see who can eat more dumplings yeah the only time i get a good meal is from what my mom told me is when i wake up with her it's four in the morning get everything ready to go sell like we have to go in the forest to gather some fruit and stuff like that to go sell and the lady that see me every day is like hey here's a dumpling or a bun bao you know it's like a, right yeah he's like she's like here you go and that's once every now and then for me that's how and New Year's you get you get to eat a lot. Too. Okay, New, New, New Year everything go out the window. All the budget, all everything just go out the window because they making everything for you, man. Well, you gotta and also the best part is the you know obviously the money, right? It's like I hope no. everybody shows up. Everybody or or my mom just bring me to everybody's house as well, <laughs> right? It's just like oh grab this, grab that, grab this, grab that, and now we gotta fund money, and somehow that ended up with our mom. Yep. Like uh, the mom, take like, it off. We're saving it for you. We're saving yeah. it for you for your future. Famous no, where's words. Where's that money, mom? Famous <laughs> words. Yep. Where's that money, mom? 
uh, yeah, we use it on you, you know, your backpack and stuff that costs yeah. money. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, I don't know how, like, you know, we, we were live, we, we were well off, but for some reason we still ate like hobos. But at the time, I was as healthy as I can be. I can run around, I, we, we live in the mountains now, it's a village. Well, I'll run around the mountain all day, goes out and pick up, you know, like I say, you know, pick up a snake and just play with it, you know. Um, I, I feel like I have like endless energy all day. We just hang out until the, the sun goes down, go home, eat. Mm -hmm. But much. right now, what am I doing? Like uh, sitting down makes me tired. <laughs> <laughs> it really does though. Like when you sit down, like, fuck, why am I tired? <laughs> right? You're sitting here like, I'm tired. You know, it's all because of food. We use so much sugar. We use so much carbohydrate. And then, they, you know, the whole world is fine with that. But now we and, and they're complaining about cigars. Yeah, like cigars is just another. Dude, you know, if you smoke a cigar and you don't eat, you have more energy than you fucking eat. When After you finish eating, you're like, fuck. Like, well, you, when you eat, you, your insulin goes up. It's going to drive you to sleep. Yeah. Right. Like, so to me, I'd rather, I'd rather be hungry that I'm more active. I don't know why. Like when you're like not full, full, you just, you know, you're in the like in the stage of hungriness, but you're not. That's when I could get the most done, in my opinion. Well, there's a reason for it, though, it's because you already used up your glucose. Now you're using a different part and you're burning fat and burning fat is a burst of energy. It actually make you feel a lot energized yeah, it, it make, once you convert to using fat. Yeah, it make your head more, my head more clear. I go way faster than normal. If I eat, I was like, fuck, now I'm just cloudy. Right, because uh, we convert over it's, uh, using sugar, glucose to, to sustain. So yeah, I, I think that's one of the things that I um, the sugar companies are really resisting to uh, to for the doctor to tell you that you ate way too much. We ate way too much, okay? I don't care who is talking right now. If you eat one meal a day, you eat way too much. Oh, oh yeah. It depends on, like, some people eat a huge-ass meal too, man. Like, huge, like your ass. You eat like a big ass meal sometimes, dude. <laughs> dude, I had to stay up, so <laughs> <laughs> I had to stay up and I had to smoke. Uh, here's the thing, though: if you don't eat and you smoke, it, it can get you sick a lot yeah, faster. Yeah, it, it get messy. Yeah, it could mess you up. Yeah, so I need to eat. And then here's the thing: when you when you're with the wife, you know, my, you see my wife, she yeah. goes out and look for food, right? Does. Okay, she so really does, yeah. you know, I have to eat, so I I, I have no choice. I do have a time where like I go on a diet for you know extra amount of time. I would just not eat any carbohydrate. Oh, I would just shit. stop eating carbohydrate. I just eat I'll just eat steak every day. I just oh. start eating protein. Steak, chicken, steak, chicken, yeah. steak, chicken, eggs. Those every single day. Yeah. And you uh, actually the, the problem with that is that if you keep eating steak every single day, there's gotta be eventually you, when you smell the steak, you feel gross. Yeah, you're like, God damn, can I get some eggs? Yeah. Chicken is <laughs> actually okay, but if you get steak every single day, you feel sick. So, you know, I, I try to do that you know, once in a while to lose a few pounds so that I'm within the range, you know, not go too, too fat. All my pants had to fit, you know. I have skinny pants. <laughs> I have fat pants. I had to fit between those ranges so I don't have to go out and buy new pants, you know. So when I feel like my, my fat pants too tight, I need to lose some weight, you know. I, skinny pants too, uh, too, too, too large and I have to gain some weight. The truth, I, I have those kind of pants too. I, I have pants that like, okay... You know, if I want to feel loose, yeah, that's why I wear. But yeah, I do wear skinny jeans too, so yeah. Well, not skinny jeans, but like just for me, when I'm skinny. Okay, I have jeans that are size waist 28, and I have jeans waist 35. 
Wait, whoa, that's a big different boy. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. Wow. My way. And I keep them because I actually do lose it up to that point. Uh, my, I think, yeah, my, my waist is 30. Just And my, my suit jacket, I have range from 38 shoulder to 44 shoulder. Whoa, dude. Yeah. My, my suit doesn't get bigger. My suit gets, I, I'm hoping to fit my tightest suit. <laughs> I need to do that. Like whenever, like you know, my wife is in the stage that she doesn't want to eat a lot. Then I can lose some weight, and then when I lose some weight, you know, first week you lose a lot. First week, if you just start going on a diet, you yeah. lose all the water. You lose all after that first week, it's hard. It get harder, man. Right, but like you know, I, I, you know, sometimes I can sustain six months, eight months, nine months, a year, year and a half. So I could do that, and then I will eventually be so skinny, like oh shit, I gotta buy some clothes, <laughs> and then I, I know I got like screw this, I'm gonna start eating, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but yeah, have you ever My... eat like just straight up raw chicken blood? Chicken blood? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, right? Then you put the peanut. Yeah, that, what, what? What? No, like, not like that. But like we eat jellos, right? Those yeah, yeah, blood yeah. Jellos. The blood jello, yeah. That just yeah, really... they're not chicken blood though. They're duck blood, duck blood, and pig bloods. I swear to God, my mom made out of chicken too. No, you can't use chicken blood because it gives you salmonella. Oh shit! Maybe it's duck it, blood, maybe or, pork, or pig blood, and the duck blood is very soft. Duck blood is really, really soft. We never use pork. And pork blood has a little bit gaminess, but they're cheaper. So yeah, squeeze a little lime, pull a like lime, and I just put it in the hot pot and eat it. You know, it's great. You, do? you know. <laughs> yeah, just put it in hot pot, spicy, and just eat it. It's great. I love well, it. I, I do it like know? my mom did it in front of me. She cut a duck throat and she's like, just save the blood. Yeah, save the blood, put a little bit of salt, it, it will clog up. Yeah. Quickly. Which is, yeah. I was very amazed with that. You know, put it in the fridge, and then, you know, next thing you come out, it's that. That's how you, you know you're poor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Because that's, like, that's what we eat, and it's all protein. It's all protein. Uh, you know, you use everything. Like I, I remember chewing on the duck's head. Oh my god! Yeah, me on there. There's a little bit of meat. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, and then when you when you have like, like people don't might not believe this, okay? When you like and live in the village, they cook the entire pig. You chew on that pig's face. Yeah, you the bite cheek you, bone, The yep. cheek meat is super soft. Everything. You know, and you you. It, this might sound nasty. There's gotta be one lady that's chewing on that pig's ass. Oh. No question. It's always got to be that one lady. No question asked. That's, that's the thing that they go for sometimes. They just go straight yeah. for it. The chicken's ass, the pig's ass, they, that's the first thing they pick. It's always a female. But you know what get me though? Chicken feet. Female love to eat that. I know, but goddamn, dude. I I can't I can't get over that. I don't know why. Okay, so between chicken feet and duck feet, I eat duck feet. I don't want to eat any fucking feet, dude. <laughs> well, you eat pig feet. Well, yes. Because they have a lot of cartilage in the uh, pig feet, you know. There's a lot of cartilage in the chicken too. Yeah, but it's so tight, right? It's just so yeah, tight. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it looks like a fucking weapon. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, here's the thing. Now, in the in the village, right? There's only two feet, you know, that you get you get per chicken. So usually the mother eats it, so you don't have to eat it. Yeah, usually. But, there's gotta be one time like I wonder how that tastes like. You yeah. it, it's like it's not bone. It doesn't taste like anything. So yep. just just have the mothers eat it. So, but the thing is like you know why the mother eat it? Like I didn't understand it until I get older. Is because my mother tried to save the rest of the food for us. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. they I always mean, say that. And it's true. It's true. It's they true. eat the part that you don't eat so that you can eat the part that you want to eat. Yeah, that's that's crazy to me. Like when I was a kid, I thought my mom just like it, but she's like, no, I eat it because 
you have to eat the other food, the other meat, you know, the rest of the meat. But nowadays, different though. People actually go to yeah. shops. Now buy people it, like, actually buy it. Yeah. Meat. Because this is a different world now. People are like, oh, they, they probably missed it. You know what I mean? In my in my opinion, because they missed the old. No, like some people really love it. Like, like I know my sister love it. She will go to those uh, places that brace the chicken leg and they will just buy a whole entire bag and go home, watch TV, start chewing on that God shit. God damn. Okay. Yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> I, I will do it for duck feet. I'll do it for duck feet, the spicy ones. I'll just chew on because it chews up like um like it's crunchy and and gel and gelatin yeah kind of thing. It is so it is, but it's it's, it's way too hard. It, uh, any of that is still better than eating a loaf of bread. I like a loaf of bread in terms man. of healthy. Oh, healthy wise, yes, because eating cartilage is actually good for you. Yeah, so like you know all the protein you can eat every part of protein any animal. And I'm talking about any animal. Including better than eating a loaf of bread. Including breaking the bone and take the marrow out. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. And, and, okay, that sounds bad, but you know, back in the day, when we eat whatever the bones left, you'll see like you know the grandma or the mother get out the big freaking quiver yeah. and just start bang the shit out that bone, and then you'll just take it up and start sucking on it. Yup, all that cartilage yep. come out, all the bone marrow. Oh boy. Yeah, we look like cannibals. <laughs> <laughs> The whole table of like giant, you know, cow bones and pork bones. You just have yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I hate it when it doesn't come out. You have to fucking dig for it. Like shit, dude. Yeah, you get a you know you you you, you use a chopstick and just yeah. poke it through so you can from the other side. Well, yeah. And right? You try to that's, like, that's everything. You when you eat shrimp, they suck the shit out of that. Like to suck the the head. The head oh like, my god, that's that was... horrible. Yeah. yeah. The, they just peel the, the split the body of the head and just start sucking on the soup on the head. They go, hey, and you're like, do you really have to? <laughs> do you really have yeah, to? Yeah, you do actually. But dude, when I uh, go to the buffet in America, still like when I eat crawfish, do I I suck on the head and people just look at me funny, dude. <laughs> I cannot eat crawfish. What? I used to eat it, but after seeing so many people getting sick eating crawfish, I cannot eat. Crawfish. Really. Dude, I love yeah this crawfish is the dirtiest fish that you can find or dirtiest shrimp <laughs> that you can find yeah but I love them man. all right they're they're, they're like them. lobster wannabe okay they are like shrimp I, with the lobster lobster armor is bad too they all you do is eat shit down there anyway yeah but like at the same time like I don't eat that much lobster either but like, you know crawfish they just full of parasites man I could I don't know every time I go to the buffet I'm getting three plate full <laughs> I cannot. I cannot. I will skip that. I will just go eat the beef, eat the protein, the chicken, you know, eat the tofu. You skip the rice. No, no when rice. You go to the buffet, if no you rice. eat rice, you're stupid. Yeah, don't eat no okay? goddamn rice. Don't give any pasta, any pizza, any of those. You skip all of that. You go straight for the protein, anything that doesn't get you too full, and anything that you think is expensive, eat it. <laughs> you go straight to the seafood and grab all the seafood. Yep. <laughs> you know, seafood is when you see you fool <laughs> okay if you see it you eat it right dude and then you just grab all the dishes that has no bread in it anything that's fried like chicken wing and stuff yeah, like that you skip you skip it <laughs> right skip it. right you see anything that's raw you go eat it because yeah. you can eat way more you know what i mean like my mom used to you got two hours you better go fast my mom used to yell at me and she's like yo don't eat stupid rice you know that get you full and you don't eat anything else and it'd be not worth it yeah because you can you can eat as much as you want first and then go finish up with the rice at the end if you're still hungry no no i usually finish up with uh a black bean dumpling with ice cream you walk right in there and go straight to their snow crab 
I'm oh yeah <laughs> no you even though they freaking make you wait in line i will just grab three four three plates bring back to my table i'm just munching man like right you go straight to the yeah, snow crab and then ignore everything, everything else. else that you don't even see it fuck it <laughs> Jeez, see that's how we eat that's how we eat but yeah like you know obviously you know we digress a little bit but i i wanted to you know obviously talk about the cigar and the um you know concept of using cigar in a virtual way and how i think that you know even the virtual way i don't know how many people feels like whether or not that takes away the the prestigeness or the feeling the relaxation of smoking cigar when you're actually not smoking it physically smoking it virtually like does people enjoy smoking cigar in their dream like do you smoke cigar in your dream I... that's a question right like would you would you enjoy that if you're smoking a really nice cigar in your dream? Tell the truth, this whole entire time that I've been smoking cigar, I never dreamt of me smoking a cigar. I have never tried that either. What do you mean try? You have me try. Never, yeah, never... give it a try. Like, well, you know, I have lucid dream, but I never go like poom cigar. Yeah, right? like, but weird. like you know, I have never got to smoke uh smoke a a cigar or cigarette or yeah, anything in my dream at all. Like it's weird, right? Because we love we love doing it so much, but why don't we? Do yeah, it and I, I wonder if anybody did it. And then that's the thing: the concept of it is probably because we knew we're not gonna enjoy it in our dreams, so we don't do it. But it's just weird, like because you love something so much. At least one point in your life that you dream about it, right? Yeah, you would think yeah. so. I know a lot of people have wet dreams because they love it so much in their life. They actually have wet dreams. If you can have wet dreams, but you can't smoke, what's what's the deal? Wet dream. That's true. I did come in my fucking dream. Uh, I don't want to know yeah. that. <laughs> I woke up. I was like, "Fuck! I got I came." Fuck. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I don't want to know that. Oh shit! Should I cut this out? <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So you know, I think it's a, it's a really cool concept to think that in a house perspective, that in a, in, a, in a healthy perspective, that if you do it and it's not healthy, conscious, would you would people enjoy it as much? Because everything in this world, like we talk about, the society has prepared a world that is harmful to human. And I feel like this is natural progression because human has at one time overproduced, right? And overproduced means that we need more. We need easier food. We need, you know, to feed more people. And it's almost like a natural selection. Like, you know, all right, you, you overdo it. Now you got to die easier, even though we don't. Like, you know, humans still progress in, 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 in you know, we're parasites. We, we, we live longer yeah. as we go. We no longer die in our 30s, right? So we still live longer than we should. And it seems like that we are going through a natural progression of human killing human by um, by using food, using uh, lifestyle, using whatever to make a natural selection where people are dying from doing nothing. And then eventually when, you know, the population goes down, which we, it's going to happen because right now we have very little uh, birth rate. Every country have very little birth rate. So eventually, you know, that whole generation of baby boomers and anybody who is in the, that certain age is all going to die around the same time. And you have, you literally, you you drop half the population because right now I think 70% or more of the population is over the age of 50, right? So that, uh, that population just got to wiped out all of a sudden. And now you have half the population. You don't need to produce as much food. Would it be healthier at that time? And here's the question is that we knew something like alcohol will hurt your body. And that gets accepted and no longer be like, in fact, it's everybody's entertainment. Like I, I can't think of anybody that bash you for drinking can of beer. Nobody. Okay. Nobody. So what was the guy eventually become one of those 
when the generation that is being taught the wrong information for cigars goes away? Probably not because of other. I think because okay, beer because beer when you consume it, right? When you consume it, it well, you got you got to know. Doing prohibition that was a bad thing. Oh、know? yeah, of course, beer was you know alcohol wasn't good, but. Yeah, alcohol was a is a is a legal goods, and now、uh, you know, and that, like even weed was publicly accepted right now. Like everybody uses it. Which okay, that I that I don't get. Right, that's the weed get accepted is still fuck you up mentally as well. You you be slow as fuck, and it still put out smoke. Because I was about to say because you consume cigars, put out a plume of smoke or whatever. But then weed get accepted.、Mm-hmm. I don't fucking understand that, and it's not. It's, I don't it smell、either. like shit. <laughs> And I can tell you, most likely, it's because political political correctness. Because a lot of people use it for as medicine, medicine, right? And they went through all this fight to make it as you know accepted now, and now they're using it for you know you know for fun. And obviously, you can't go bashing them because they might even technically、uh, use it for pain or whatever. They have a license for it, so you are afraid to say the wrong thing because they went through this and now it's accepted. Cigar never went through that era. Cigar was always like you know, the rich man's thing,、yeah. you know, for a while, right? And now is there was no fight. There was no fight for the for the people on the bottom to fight that. We there, we we there is right. There's a lot of people that use we that fight their way up to be legal. Cigar was never in that fight. In fact, cigar was just kind of pulled into the tobacco fight for no yeah, reason. Yeah,、like... and the tobacco fight was to fight for not used, not to use, right? If we fight to use. It would be different, but the the fight was always been not to you to ban、yeah. it to to control it. So I think that you know it's it's hard for the cigar to kind of transition into something that people accepted because of the way it is taught, right? If people fought for it, you know the majority of people fought for it. You know, the cigar industry is small, right? So you're not gonna have majority of people fight for it because the people who are smoking it are either somebody famous, somebody well off, somebody、uh, who can afford that kind of lifestyle. Or somebody who worked very, very hard just to get that one stick to smoke,、yeah. right? They're not gonna have that that ability to go fight for it, right? So, and you know, you tell me if you tell me that we smoke does not hurt your lung, you're shitting yourself. Don't bullshit me with that, right? If we're talking about any substance to your lung that will hurt your lung at all,、uh, smoking weed, especially holding it in, you're like. <sighs> Yeah, and like you know, they freaking yeah, coughing yeah, off the brains and like, oh yeah, it's healthy for you. <laughs> yeah, and you you think that's not gonna give you you know cancer and all that? And first is something that you put in your mouth and you blow it out. No, you're you're kidding yourself. You're kidding yourself. So you know, I think because, but I think that that will be it for for this particular conversation. It is one hour. It flew by. Oh holy crap! Yeah. Oh damn! Yeah, it's over one hour. Yeah, yeah, it's over one hour. So yeah, we gotta. We gotta end it here,、uh, you know, and I hope、uh, that it, that you know our, our digression of the topic、uh, is interesting. So we'll see you guys next time,、uh, Sunday at the same place, same time. Bye, guys. See you. You've been listening to the In the Shadows podcast. There's nothing like a fine cigar, and that's our passion. And on the show, we'll talk about everything and anything cigars. And you know what happens when you get a bunch of guys together smoking cigars? The conversations go on and on, and that is what this show is all about. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to like, rate, and review. 
Remember, everything you need is on YouTube at Soy Sauce Assassin. The live show is every Wednesday and Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern. And get cigar reviews. Wishing you long ashes. We'll see you next time on In the Shadows Podcast.